you are the bloodline. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Listen Well, a Love Well podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. Tonight, we'll be taking you on another Lovewell Rewind, a series where we take a look back at musicals from the Lovewell Vault with interviews from original creators and the complete audio of the show. Tonight, we'll be listening to Roots of Red, the musical Before the Hood, written by the students and staff of Lovewell Fort Lauderdale Teen Session 2 back in 2012. Roots of Red is one of the most widely produced shows in our catalog, and the students at NSU University School in Davie, Florida, will be performing a one-act version of the show at competition this month. Here to talk about the original process, we have two student creators, Carlo Feliciani and Laura Galindo. Carlo, it's good to have you here. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for having me. What's been going on lately? Lately, I ha- I go to school at the University of North Carolina School of the Arts in Winston-Salem. I'm getting, hopefully, well, by the end of, uh, in two years, I'll be getting a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in directing. Uh, and so in class lately, uh, what we've been doing is the way my school works is that the first two years are an actor's training, and so we just finished uh, like our first kind of production, which happens in a studio, not on stage. And so I was a part of uh, Lamford Wilson's Burn This. Uh, I've been doing that. I've been taking classes like phonetics and dance. Uh, I've been writing a lot more. I just wrote a play and did a reading of a play I wrote. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Carlo, you're always paying attention, always learning. So what sort of lessons that were passed on to you during Roots of Red do you still think about to this day? A huge lesson of that process was really how powerful an ensemble can really be. Um, I was part of the Wolf Ensemble, and right from day one we we had all these ideas about who these people are and why they're wolves and all that and then as we started creating together and writing songs together and dancing together it was we it was awesome to see how collaborative we could be about how different these wolves are but how how connected they are as a family and so i learned that that to create a group of people on stage um in that moves as a unit uh, intensifies their story and their individuality rather than diminishes it. What's your favorite memory of the writing process? I definitely have a couple memories from that experience. Definitely because it was my first time as, as a teen student. Um, two of the memories I really have are connected to a song we wrote called Relay. And in Relay, it was um, this song about uh, Little Red Riding Hood finding her grandmother and and it was all of these these rounds happening and, and all the wolves were all around the stage and I remember Nick Aquino being um, on top uh, in the black box being um, up on the catwalk singing and it was and we all sing in acapella and, and, and I just remember that song being really, really important. And the funny part of that song was every night we did it, uh, Nick had to run down because, uh, because of 
to get to the scene. So he, we would all be like holding our breath to see if Nick would make it. Um, and another big one was, uh, there was a time when, uh, Nathan, uh, had to give us all a workshop. Nathan Tyson had to give us all a workshop on how to hug because our hugs weren't like kind. They were kind of cold and like, and so it was, they showed us all the different ways to hug and like, and the appropriate ways to hug without making people uncomfortable. And it was like, it was just a funny time because I've never had a workshop about hugging before. Um, but yeah, the, the process was a blast and, and writing it was so fun and impactful um, because it was this very connected story about Little Red Riding Hood. What's it like having helped create something that other students at other schools have started to perform? It's got to be totally surreal. It feels pretty incredible uh, that people are performing the words that we wrote a couple of years ago. Um, and just to think about like that these people are seeing it as like new text for them to work on while we saw it as like this that we wrote and and it like triples that factor that yes we're not performing it anymore but someone else wanted to and had the power to perform it uh and that that just makes me believe in the importance of passing theater on and making theater accessible to others um and and it it just feels really awesome it feels incredible Great. Thanks for joining us, buddy. You rock. Next up, we have Laura Galindo. Laura, thanks for joining us for Listen Well, a Love Well podcast. Hey, Tyler. This is so exciting. I have always wanted to be on any podcast hosted by Tyler Grimes. So this is a check off of my bucket list. And we're so happy to have you. Why don't you give us a quick bio, catch us up on what you've been up to lately? I'm a junior at NYU right now, which is wonderful and a lot of work. Um, but I've been spending a lot of this semester focusing on developing a new musical that I am the composer and lyricist slash lyric curator for. Um, and it's going up December 8th through 10th. So if you're in New York, let me know and I'll send you the details. Um, but it's a Playwrights Horizons and it's a main stage. Um, so I've been spending a lot of time using what I learned at Lovewell to try and form new structures of how to create musical theater, as well as releasing an album later this month, hopefully. Um, and I've been working with amazing musicians who have made like all of my musical dreams and things I didn't even know I wanted to sound like come to life. Um, and I'm working on a lot of acting projects uh, and learning a lot about myself as a human, which also means learning a lot about yourself as an actor. Um, the two tend to come hand in hand, I've found. Laura, you're one of the best student songwriters that have come through the Lovewell process. Do any songwriting moments from Roots of Red stand out to you today? Uh, one songwriting moment that really stood out to me, which was like my first songwriting moment, um, was when Nathan Tyson, the director of the program, <laughs> kind of just took me aside and he was like, hey, uh, your character has this song, right? Because my character is basically the unnamed singing omniscient troubadour of the town. Um, and he's like, you need to go write the song. And I was like, great, where will we all write it? And he was like, no, you need to write the song. And I was like, uh, 
I don't know how to do that. And he's like, sure you do. Go into this dressing room, come out in an hour, and you'll have the song. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I did, uh, which was awesome. And I only had it because he pushed me to do that. Oh, and another awesome moment was also, this is the first show I worked on, with, and the only show I've worked on with Jacob, uh, Jacob Jeffries. And so he and I kind of worked together um, in writing with the group, um, Apple Doesn't Fall Far From the Tree, which is just a bop. Um, but it was awesome to also work with Jacob because I had always admired his music. And then, and now we're like, yeah, I, I know him. I know him pretty well. So, <laughs> um, but that's a really great memory I have. Um, yeah. In your library of shows that you helped co-create at Lovewell, where does this one rank next to the others? Um, this is my least favorite question. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> simply because... Obviously, I love all of my love well processes, and I don't believe in hierarchy. However, um, I will say, it being my first love well process, it left a very lasting mark on me. And I think this show in particular has like an incredible cohesiveness. Um, I think the structure of the piece, the music, um, the way that these two different worlds conversate, um, is just so exciting dramatically and I still brag about it to all of my peers and my like NYU teachers um, who listen I like re-explain the whole story to them because I, I think it was so beautifully crafted Roots of Red was such a different process from your typical Fort Lauderdale Lovewell experience it was a different roster of students and staff than perhaps you were used to and you all performed in a black box instead of on a more traditional stage this must have made it ripe for learning opportunities. Do any lessons from that process stick with you today? I think that what Nathan taught me when he pushed me into that room, <laughs> literally pushed me, <laughs> but <laughs> guided me into the room to write the song on my own, um, was this idea of like, artists can't wait for inspiration to strike them. I mean, they can, sure, and, and it will. Um, but that's what lazy artists do, um, is they kind of wait for something nice to come along and then they write. Um, but I think a part of maturing and, uh, growing as an artist is, is just realizing that you have to work even when you don't, when the inspiration hasn't struck you yet. Um, because that's the only way that you'll get better at your craft um, and the way that you'll start letting inspiration and you have a working relationship rather than like a, oh yeah, I'll, I'll text you later, inspiration or, you know, like <laughs> a non-committal relationship. Um, <laughs> interesting metaphor, but uh, yeah, that's something that Nathan definitely taught me that I still use constantly. Um, so many of the songs that have, are on my album and so many of the songs in the musical that I'm right now are like walk into a room and walk out with a song. And not all the songs that I've written in those spaces of time and place have been great, but I've written something, you know, and that's always something to hold up and say, I did the work today. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Laura. Miss you lots. 
Oh, the show is about to begin. All right now, please no talking during the show. Unwrap any hard candies now and take as many pictures as you'd like because the actors are at places and the curtain is rising for Roots of Red, the musical before the hood.
sisters, fathers, mothers, today we add branches to our family tree. After 174 years, the blood still flows and our tradition is still alive. Men, the oath. With this spear, I pledge to provide her tent, but the blood of my first kill forever reminds me of responsibility. Men, off to the woods. What a gift that every year I can stand before you and watch young women become sisters. Today I reflect on the qualities bestowed upon me in my ceremony two decades ago. Now, as we do every year, let's remind ourselves why we are here. In the spring of her 13th year, a daughter is given a vial containing one drop of blood from each previously confirmed sister. Women, let's begin.
Just leave the thing alone Cause trust me, I know 
nothing's worse than being taken from your home. Discuss what is to be done with Ella. I can't believe your mother just didn't show up. I knew she wouldn't. My mother was talking to your mother, who said she saw your mother leaving the woods. Emma, are you okay? She knew how important this was to me. Maybe she's lost. Maybe she's dead. She probably was <laughs> lost at the time. But today, on the most important day, she could have been here for me. Stay here. I'm going to see what they're talking about. I don't understand why you're all so surprised Esther abandoned her daughter. This is nothing out of the ordinary. Esther's always one to call to the servants. And now her poor daughter's future is ruined. <coughs> is it? Couldn't she just do it next year? This is the tradition. You can't go against the grain and assume that exception will be made. Like mother, like daughter, I say. Oh, I know. What is it? 
Ah! <laughs> 
like a family. We are sisters, brothers. Our survival falls on one another. This is how we stay alive, Smith the end, search for me, bring the snow, bring the heat, life and land are linked, the moon and glow, on heartbeat, it's our animal, 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 Smith the Oak tree. 
There's a clearing where the deer graze. My father used to take me there when I was a little girl, and I took my daughter. It's where I learned to hunt. The people from my village don't go out that far, so they won't bother you there.
I'm sorry, Ella, but it isn't what you think. I was out there for you. For me? You missed the most important event of my life. Father is long gone, and now you disappear whenever you feel like it. You know you're the only person I look up to. Oh, my dear, I've done it all for you. I breathe them all for you. I wasn't trying to hide, wasn't pushing you aside. It was always you and me. Don't you see? I wanna believe, I wanna forgive you, but I just don't know how. You have the woods, you have your own path, I have a new Well, she's certainly peddling something. <sighs> and 
the girls? Are you surviving? They're fine. The sisters I never had. Ella, you don't have to put on a brave face for me. I'm not. Really, it's fine. I think everything's turning out for the best.
show you something. What is it? I was outside washing the windows when my mother came and gave me these. They're beautiful. She says they're magical, but no one must eat them until they're ripe. What happens if you eat them before they're ripe? Something terrible. <coughs> you should hide them. If anybody found out you had these, you could get in huge trouble. Good idea. Yeah! yeah! 
guilty, am I right? What? Yeah, guilty, but no reason. You have made it abundantly clear that you're not invested in this child's interests. This woman needs to be put to death! Follow my lead. Stop her! Hey! Throw her. her to the wolves! I thought you were on her side. Even I can't stand by a woman who blinds children. Throwing her to the wolves is a just punishment. Who's with me? Yeah! As mayor, I hereby decree as to throw to the wolves and never spoken up again. On the loose, uncontrolled, she's a danger, she's a stranger now. She's a monster, a menace, and soon she'll be We hope you enjoyed Act 1 of Roots of Red. For tonight's brief intermission, we'd like to remind you of some exciting things happening in the Lovewell community. Later this month, two one-act versions of musicals from the Lovewell catalog will be performed at thespian festivals in South Florida. Ramblewood Middle School will be performing Daybreak, and NSU University School will be performing this very show that you're listening to right now, Roots of Red. The students at Somerset Academy Arts Conservatory in Pembroke Pines, Florida, are also hard at work on their own brand new one-act Lovewell musical that will also be performed this month. Keep your eyes on lovewell.org for a brand new website in the coming weeks, and don't forget to mark your calendar for January 6th, 2018 for the 9th Annual Lovewell Songbook Concert at Nova Southeastern University. We'll be posting new episodes of Listen Well, a Love Well podcast on the first Thursday of every month, so be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. This show will soon be available on iTunes, where you'll be able to leave a rating and a review as well. If you like this show, let us know. Oh, the lights just flickered. It's time to get back to the show. Enjoy Act 2 of Roots of Red. No one to answer to put out this. 
but that guy has a temper and I've seen him hopping mad, running around, looking like he's about to spontaneously combust. Guys. Oh, hey, Red. I need your help. Anything to keep Cinnamon from talking. <laughs> no one can believe what you did yesterday. It's epic. I put it in the jar. Epic, but regrettable. We have to focus. We need to find who this woman is. Which woman? This new grandmother of mine. I wish I had a new grandmother. My grandmother smells funny. We need to get her to the town square and get people talking about her. What do we know so far? Only her name and that she was thrown to a pack of wolves about 20 years ago. Evie, how'd you learn that? Charlotte. But she won't tell me more, so it's up to us. We need to separate the truth from the lies and figure out who she is. We'll divide and conquer, boys and girls. Great. You take the town. I'm going straight to the source. Who's that? My mother. This will be fun. My, 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 look who we have here. The, uh, fairest sisters in all the land. Oh, boys, you're making me blush! <laughs> oh, oh, fairest sisters and mother, that is. If only you could see how your hair shines in the sunlight. You know, Clover, I've never heard the real story of the brave sister's tragedy. Come to think of it, I haven't either. <laughs> the story is painful, but the truth must be told. The truth is... An awful woman lived here years ago. Her violent jealousy got the best of her. It's a blessing she's gone after the heinous things she did to this town and the horror she brought upon my family. She blinded me with berries and she stole parts of my soul. She couldn't take my beauty so she turned into a troll. Truth. Honest man or 
see the music this town hates us? Is she alive? I deserve answers. You deserve nothing. You brought shame on this family's reputation. A reputation that I worked my whole life on to rebuild. I will not go through this again. Catherine, you have to be careful. This is a very sensitive subject. You have to respect your mother's wishes, and you can't have your friends running around gathering information. You started this. I preserved your grandmother's memory, but I did not mean for you to make a crusade. I'm not giving up. Oh, my God. They were right about one thing. You are just like her. Did they kill her? I honestly don't know. will pay the price. But you didn't hear me lie, didn't say it. So, what did we learn? She's probably dead. But if she's alive, she's, she's in, in the, the woods. woods. No, you didn't hear from me.
What should I do? What can I do? What do I do when she's coming out of the
Jump. 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 River. 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 Yeah. 
to get out of that bed. <laughs> I don't think she's going to make it. I should have stayed with the girl. I should have brought her here myself. But Esther only needs to hang on for a few more minutes. She'll be here. I don't know if I can hold on any longer. You're stronger than you think. When she gets here, I want you to protect her. Don't let her see me that way. Don't say that. She'll be here any minute. You'll Promise me. I promise. 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 Then she 
grandmother, we would watch over you no matter what. And that's what we'll do. We'll get her home safely. That pack of wolves is just going to stride us in town with a little girl? We'll have the pitchforks out before you reach the gate. We'll go tonight. We've done it before. Save her by But you're not one of us. We want the same thing. We want to protect her. I am here. And for the last time, I don't need protection. Moreover, I'm not going back to town. I'm taking my own path, like my grandmother. No! I was never a part of their bloodline, and I never want to be. I'm not going back to that town. I'd die first. Tying the old way they'd let you go. I'll just have to die then, won't I? Wait, what? <laughs> I'll make it look like I died. You take my cape back to town, and I'll tell them they found me. It's not fair to your family. Since when has anything ever been fair in that town? The cape alone is not enough. You need more proof that she's dead. Is there any other way? Think about what they did to my grandmother. The secrets and the lies. I can't live like that. I won't. Okay. I could kill an animal on the way home and dip your coat in its blood, but you'll never be able to come back. Are you sure?
I was tracking little Catherine in the woods when she went off the path and I lost sight of her. I heard the sounds of wolves howling and I ran towards her to fight them off, but the only thing left was, well, this.
Thank you all for joining us for tonight's episode of Listen Well, a Love Well podcast. Special thanks to Carlo and Laura for sharing such great insight with all of us. Be sure to subscribe, and we will see you next month for Daybreak. Until then, this is Tyler Grimes reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night.